Welcome to Flip the Library, a podcast from Gwinnett County Public Library. My name is Steve. I am the Grayson Branch Manager. And my name is Melissa. I am the manager at the Lilburn Branch. The Five Forks Branch opened in 1995 and then got a big renovation in 2012. And that renovation included the Tech Studio, which was the precursor to our learning labs, which are now at nine of our branches. Today, we have staff from the Five Forks Branch to tell us all about their branch, their community, and the work they do. My name is Megan. I am a part-time library associate at the Five Forks Branch, and I've been working in that capacity for about 45 days, almost two months. My name is Emily, and I am a library associate. I've been with the system for about four years, and I've been at the Five Forks Branch for a little over one year now. My name is Kari. I am the branch manager of the Five Forks Branch. I have been with Gwinnett County Public Library for 19 years. I have been at the Five Forks Branch for the first time for two years, and now this time for four and a half years. Very good. Very cool. And another long timer like me. What was it like when you first started working at Five Forks? So back when you worked at it before versus now, especially in comparison with other branches you've worked at? When I first worked at the Five Forks branch back in 2010, it was a very different library system. We had a big, huge help desk in the middle of the floor. We had different opportunities for connecting with the community than we do now. We had a more centralized programming model And now we have the opportunity for each branch to do their own unique types of programming. So it was just a different kind of environment. But working at the Five Forks branch, I've worked at six other branches in this system. And each one is different. But this one, the community is the standout for it. We have our regulars and they come and get to know us. And we really enjoy that a lot. For me, I've been at the Five Forks branch for a little over a year now. And it's a very different pace than the branch I was at before, which was the Tequila branch. And there's, again, each branch has its own community. And it's always been interesting to see exactly how that changes from moving from one branch to another. And Five Forks, I feel like it's a lot busier in terms of checking in materials and circulation. There's a lot more variety, I feel, in the people that I get to see and interact with. At any given moment, you can have multiple people, you know, multiple children playing in the children's area. You'll have our regulars enjoying magazines or other such materials and tutors, lots and lots of tutors in the afternoons, which we find fantastic. So it's been a wonderful branch to be in. So I guess my experience is just a little bit different. I started at the Five Forks branch as a volunteer. I own a business outside of what I do with the library. And one thing that I wanted to do when I started my own business was make space in my life and make the time for community service and to give back to the community. I did some research and talked to some folks, and I felt like the library would be a great fit for me, as well as my interests. I'm definitely an avid reader. Books have saved my life on more than one occasion, and I love Gwinnett County. So uh, I signed up to volunteer 
with the Five Forks branch. I started as a reading buddy and then started shelving books. And it's hard to not really enjoy the people who work in the Five Forks branch. Even as a volunteer, I was always made to feel like a part of the team and was always welcomed and embraced. And if I ever had questions, they were answered. And so when the opportunity arose to take on a more regular role, I could not say no. I had to do it. And I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that I did. It's a fantastic place to work. And even in just a short span of a couple of months, I've become familiar with the regulars, helping kids find books and seeing their faces light up. It's a great feeling and it's a great place to work. So I'm happy that I had the experience of volunteering prior to becoming a regular employee, just because it confirmed some things for me that it was the right decision to make to become a more regular part of the team. And I did want to add that with our new service model, being able to be more mobile and to not have barriers in between us and the customers has really helped to further develop our rapport with the customers to be able to have different kinds of interactions. And so when, as Megan mentioned, we provide a book to a kid and we see their face light up, we're right there with them. And there's not that large help desk in between us. Some of you touched upon this before, but we're going to ask you directly. Can you tell us a little bit about the community that Five Forks serves? I'm at the Lilburn branch and we're actually not that far from you. I call you our neighbors, but we serve two very different communities. So can you kind of share what the Five Forks branch services? We did touch a little bit on the fact that we have a lot of tutors in our branch. I do feel as though it often fits that model of when you walk in, there are people studying, there are people working on things, whether it's with our computers or their own computers. It's very much that people want to come to the library for the atmosphere of working or studying. And so a lot of our community or a lot of the people that we serve, it's going to be these high school students who want to come and work on projects. You have the elementary age kids who need to be tutored in various subjects. We have many different people who come for story times, whether it's children with parents, children with other caregivers, children with grandparents. So we see a wide variety of of family dynamics too, which is nice. I appreciate the diversity that we have in our community. We have a number of Spanish speakers. We have members of the Asian community. We have people who have come from Ethiopia. It's a nice mix of the community that enjoys being together at the library and having the space here and being able to interact when you walk into the children's area, it is children of all race, ethnicities, nationalities, just playing together and having a good time. It is great that we have this space here for them to be able to interact together. And I would just piggyback on that because I think, especially when you live in a county like Winnet County, you have to talk about the diversity and you have to talk about all the different types of people that come together and live in harmony and utilize these resources that are offered. And there truly is something for everyone. 
I love that Five Forks Branch provides literature for little kids who are Korean, things that they can read. There's places where you can go pick up a book and maybe learn better English or enhance your English speaking skills. There's professionals going in to get books about how to update their LLC. And so it really is not only diverse just in regards to ethnicity and backgrounds, but diverse careers that our patrons have, diverse backgrounds, places that they come from, and diverse interests. I love our nonfiction section. And if you just walk through that section, it really goes to show how diverse the interests of our community are. If you want to bake some cupcakes and learn yoga and DIY your garden, we got you covered. And so that's a real pleasure is getting to tap into some of those diversities that may not always be outward some yoga to work off those cupcakes. So we wanted to continue that conversation and ask some of the ways that you work with and help your community. I can talk about the book clubs for individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. That was a wonderful initiative that started back in 2020. We had started out with a in-person program and it was something that a former staff member, Regina Fallon, had put together and worked really hard with one of our community partners, Pat Satterfield, who is the executive director of the Dunamis Education Foundation. And they came together, they planned it out, they promoted it, they got some attendees, and then we had to go virtual. And that's when it really took off because it was an opportunity for customers who may not have been able to get to the branch anyway. It really formed this neat community where the regular attendees got to know each other. They participated even when they were on vacation. I remember Regina was talking about this group, a student and a parent, and they were on vacation somewhere in the Bahamas. And you could see it in the background, and they're learning how to enhance their reading skills. And what they do in this program is they take the opportunity to read different chapters in a book that has what's called considerate text. And so it has a little bit of a larger font. Some of the words of say a classic are simplified and the text ends on the bottom of a page and the paragraph ends on the bottom of a page. And so that helps with the individuals that are learning how to read a little bit more text than they would have previously read. They read aloud a chapter. Everyone takes turns. And then Pat and Regina worked together to provide different kinds of questions to test the reading comprehension so that they were reading, but they're also learning. Some of it was vocabulary. Some of it was questions about, oh, what happened to this character in this section of the book? It's been going on steady since 2020 and has even expanded to six other branches and so it has become this wonderful system-wide program. Some of the outreach that I have 
had the privilege of doing this year has been to get into some of our elementary schools with sensory story times for children who may have alternative learning needs. It's been wonderful. I've gotten into at least three of our four elementary cluster schools, and it's been a very rewarding experience. It's been nice to be able to research good ways to help not only the schools, but also to bring that to our branch, perhaps offer some story times for that demographic. We've also coordinated with our cluster schools for a quiz bowl that we did, and that was very successful. Thankfully, it was very, very equally matched in terms of the number of students, and they were all very enthusiastic. It was our fantasy quiz bowl, and they answered questions from the first Harry Potter book, the first Percy Jackson book, and the first Wings of Fire book. And it was highly competitive right there till the end, a nail-biter all the way through, and it was a fantastic experience. So that's some of the outreach we've done in terms of, of the age group that I generally do programming for, which is kids age 6 to 11. And I have to talk about Reading Buddies because it's how I became acquainted with the Five Forks Bridge in the first place. I don't mind admitting this, but it had been years before I'd stepped foot in a library. When I moved into Gwinnett County in 2020, I live in the Mountain Park area, so I'm kind of tucked right between the Lilburn branch and the Five Forks branch. But I just become really curious about it. And so when I started as a volunteer with Reading Buddies, it was explained to me as I would be paired with a child who is in first grade, second grade-ish, and they would read to me. And traditionally, you think about the the adult reading to the children and it's a fun way to kind of flip the script on that. I think of it as being a really low pressure, no stress place for kiddos to practice their reading skills and reading out loud. I'm not a teacher. I'm not the parent. So I don't think a lot of those stressors are there. There's no like spotlight on the child while they're working through a book. We play games sometimes in the last five minutes or so of our sessions. I usually would meet with a child once a week for about a month and then rotate to a new group of children. And it was amazing. It still is amazing when I get the opportunity to do it. I don't have children of my own. So being able to work with kids in that capacity was a a little intimidating at first, but I am so thankful that I did it. And it's so fun. It really is so fun. I mean, you think about the kids and, you know, they get excited and they're excited about the story. I love to ask the kids, we'll just look at the cover. What do you think this book is about? And their imaginations just go wild. It's so fun to sort of help nurture and foster that curiosity, that excitement about learning, and that excitement about going on this journey of learning how to read and getting to share in that for a short period with a child. It's unbelievably rewarding and just a hundred times better than what I ever could have imagined. I absolutely love it. And it's a good way for me to kind of vicariously have kids when I don't have any of my own in, in real life. We started with the Human Library back in 2021, and the Human Library is an initiative where participants are able to check out people who have different backgrounds than their own, and it creates this safe space where you may get to talk with people that you would have never met or thought about interacting with. And you really get to hear about their background and their story. And the idea is that if we learn more about people, 
what they're going through, what they've been exposed to, what their experiences are, we can come together better and not perhaps have that initial judgment that we may have when we see someone and they look a certain way or they act a certain way. And that has been, the first time we did it was virtually because it was back in 2021. And it was still listening to people share their stories. A lot of the feedback that we got from the attendees, it was great to hear a different perspective about life, a different kind of experience. And it kind of changed their thinking a little bit about how they interact with people in the world and within their community. They are a little more open to engaging with someone that looks different than they do or acts differently than they may. We heard about it because the Human Library is an organization in Denmark that started this 23 years ago, and they wanted to be able to create this safe space where people can learn. And just like you would check out a book from the library and learn about different experiences or different ways of life, you got that more interactive way to hear about something that you may have not known about. In 2022, we were able to do it in person at the Lilburn branch. So thank you, Melissa, for letting us use your space. <laughs> and it was exciting to see people's faces in person and looking at the pictures uh, we did it in small groups and then people changed to the different books and we called the participants readers and so they got to choose which books that they wanted to check out and hear their story when you look at the pictures you can see the engagement they're really looking at and paying attention to and absorbing the stories that they're hearing. And that was one of the best programs that I've ever been able to take part in and to coordinate. It was heartwarming. It was just, it changed my perspective too. And I'm really glad that Gwinnett County Public Library decided that we could participate in it and do it two years in a row. Very cool. And one other thing that you all do with your community is you have a learning lab there. We've had learning lab staff on the podcast before, so people can go back and listen to that about what all the learning lab does. But the, the precursor to Tech Studio that started there, and I think you were there when that happened, Kari? Yes. The Five Forks branch, when we reopened from a renovation, we opened with what was called at the time a Tech Studio. And it had equipment and software that at that time was pretty brand new to us and customers were able to come in and create a podcast or create a video or create a music recording a video recording and I will say at that time the customers knew more than we did but, you know, we are librarians, so we did a lot of research in trying to figure out how the different software and equipment worked. As time went on, as we reached out to the community to 
get a little bit more help from people in the community that had that experience and also reached out to people in the community that had just an interest in learning what this was about and what they could do with this learning lab, it started to take off. And it has now split into two. So there is a learning lab where you can do your video recording, your Zoom meetings, you can take photos. Some people have photo shoots for headshots that they may not have been able to be able to pay for. And so that helps them with that endeavor if they're using it to update their resume or to some other initiative that they're working on. People have done podcasts. They have been able to record songs. And I believe that some people have also done video editing where they started out some years ago as students learning how to do video editing, and now they have jobs in the film industry where that's what they do, and they were able to learn that here at the Five Forks branch. And the other learning lab room is the 3D printer, and where people can print, it feels like pretty much anything, people have printed Christmas presents and different kinds of gifts, and they're learning more about how that software and equipment works. They've also introduced a Glowforge where people are learning how to use that to create other kinds of awards and different things that you just may not even been able to imagine. So it has been great to see the progression of when we first started out as the tech studio and we had this equipment and we're kind of wondering what this was about to now see all of the different ways and uses in that environment. So we always ask in these episodes about branches to have branches give us a pitch, like an elevator pitch for your branch. Why should people come to your branch in particular? I can start. My pitch for the Five Forks branch, having been able to visit a few of the different branches in Gwinnett County now, every branch kind of has its own vibe and is obviously alike in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, because it's a library, but then also has these beautiful differences and there's different things offered in each branch, but there truly is something for everybody. And I love the layout of the Five Forks branch. I like the seating and the amount of seating and the types of seating, which I think are actually important. You can find a space to get cozy and read your book. You can find a space to sit with your group from your class to work on a group project. And you can find a space to meet with your tutor. With my business, I meet with clients at some of the branches in the meeting rooms and in the spaces to be able to meet with folks. The Five Forks Bridge also has a very large meeting space. So it really is a one-stop shop for community resources and educational and reference resources. If you need it, Five Forks Branch has it. I can pretty much guarantee that. To kind of piggyback off of what Megan said, which is phenomenal, by the way, the Five Forks branch does have a feel to it that many of our patrons have described as just that comfortable bookish type feel where it's an inviting space. There's so much seating. It's large, but it doesn't feel large. It's got these places where you can feel as though you're by yourself or in a more enclosed setting without actually 
being in the close setting. You're surrounded by people, but you still have that focus of being able to be cozy and by yourself. I would also encourage people to visit the Five Forks branch. I will brag on my coworkers a bit in terms of the fact that we all very much love to match a person with a resource or a book. And so we're going to chat, you know, we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to see what you have going on and what services we can best suggest or offer to meet that. For instance, if we notice that you come in a lot and you are using the computers, we may recommend loaner laptops. We may offer the use of wireless hotspots to use at home if it's more convenient, especially when you see a parent that has several kids and the kids, they're playing and it's fine, but the parent really has things to focus on that could be something to suggest as a loaner laptop or a hotspot. But we really do enjoy, all of us really very much enjoy getting to know our patrons and getting to ask those good leading questions to figure out what they may need or what may best benefit them that the library can offer them. So many people do not realize all of the wonderful things that their library card affords them for free. And so that's one of the things I think that we take the most joy in here at the Five Forks branch is to connect our patrons with resources that benefit them. To wrap up, here's our big question. How do you think libraries make an impact on their community? I think libraries make an impact on their community in all of the many different ways that we talked about. It is a wonderful place to make a connection, either with people or with services or with resources. The Five Forks branch in particular has that warm and inviting environment, and many have commented on how cozy it is. There is an opportunity to do so many different things, sometimes all at the same time. And so if you are a family coming in, you can get books for your children that like to read. You can also get books for your children that may not really like to read. If they need some extra help, we do have reading buddies. If they need to meet with their tutor, they can do that as well. They can Maybe use it if they have a small business and they have a laptop and they need to use the Wi-Fi. It's available for free. Or maybe they don't have a laptop. They can get one for free along with a wireless hotspot. And you can do all of those things at the same time because the branch is big enough to have what I call them like little nooks or areas to meet in. You can also meet with groups to have your group meetings, to have your homeowners associations. You can use the learning lab. There's just so many opportunities for our community to come in and take advantage of what's available to them. The library is also this connection spot for different resources or services to either gather or to share what they have. And so we are a food distribution place and make customers that may not be able to get to a particular place that is sharing food, they can get to the library and pick up the food that they may need. Or if they need other types of services, they may not be able to get to that location, but they can get to the library. And so it is 
that libraries in general, and in particular, the Five Forks branch, is a wonderful connection place. And one of my favorite library quotes is from Neil Gaiman. He says, Google can get you 10,000 answers, but a librarian can get you the right one. I enjoy that one very much. I think one of the best, probably the best and most important resources that the Gwinnett County Public Library offers is its library staff. We are trained to help you anticipate a need you may not even realize you had simply through interactions. You may come in for a book, but you may leave with information about food distribution sites or social services resources. You may leave with the knowledge that you can book a librarian for a specific appointment or need that you have. If you want to learn more about Word, if you want to know more about Excel, you can actually book time and space with a person who can answer your individual questions. And so I believe that libraries make an enormous impact on their community. We are community centers and we are not just books. Many people think that that's what we are. That's a large part of what we are, but it isn't all. And to realize that people come to the library as a way to connect with each other through various things, as Curry mentioned, whether it's a homeowners association or whether it's a nonprofit that gets their information out by having a meeting in the meeting room, the library is a relevant resource for its community and it's a vital one. In a broader sense, at least for me, I really truly believe that knowledge is power. And when you empower people, especially people in our community in Gwinnett County, when you empower people with information and knowledge and access to information and access to resources and materials, those persons will feel empowered not only to make better decisions, maybe for themselves, but maybe better decisions for the greater good as well. It's wonderful to be a part of an organization that is actively working to empower its community with information, whether I am, as I did last week, helped a patron change his Gmail password. He needed help with that. He didn't know how to do it. He was lost. I helped him figure it out. So whether it's something as small as that or maybe talking to another patron about resources to help them in their research for XYZ, whatever the big project may be, there's something really special about creating accessible avenues of information for people and then seeing either just a look of satisfaction or relief or happiness when they do have that information and that access and to see how empowered people can actually be. It's truly a privilege to be a part of that empowerment and helping people help themselves and help others. It's absolutely fantastic. Even an old fuddy-duddy like myself, I'm not tech savvy at all. So having the opportunity to help others learn helps me learn too. I was sort of given some information and sort of an overview about the 3D printer. That's something I don't have in my house. I don't think everybody has one in their house. And so being able to get kind of a bird's eye view of how the printer works, what I would need if I wanted to work on some of my own projects was so empowering. And I feel like I'm slowly making my way into 2023. I'll get there. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. But it's great to be a part of a group where empowerment is one big goal and it makes your work very rewarding. Well, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you for coming to speak with us today and share about everything that you do. And thank you to the Five Forks team 
even if all of you couldn't be here today, you represented them very well. And I hope all of our listeners feel like they have learned something new about the Five Works branch. So you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Flip the Library provides an inside look at Gwinnett County Public Library and brings to light the many ways the library impacts and enriches the lives of our community members. Visit GwinnettPL.org slash podcast to learn more about the library's podcast and to get new episodes of Flip the Library. Follow Gwinnett County Public Library in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to leave a rating or review in your podcast app. Thanks for listening. Connect, learn, and grow with your Gwinnett County Public Library.